You're listening to the Empty Nest Empires podcast. Hey, Empire Builders. I am really happy that my first full-length episode after the introductions we've been doing is this one about being healthy enough. I've noticed a tendency to have an all-or-nothing mentality in this area, um, and I'm the first to raise my hand on that one. Every time we open a magazine or, you know, see it at the checkout line or turn on the TV, we're bombarded with images of others we'd like to emulate, but really, we know deep down it's unattainable. Eh, and I will say mostly because they're so highly photoshopped that even the person in the picture doesn't look like the person in the picture. So what do we do? We get discouraged and we do nothing. So my guest today is going to teach you a better way, a way to be healthy enough. Okay, your nest is empty, or it will be within a few years. So now what? Whether you know it or not, we are building empires. Empires of faith, family, fun, fitness, and of course, finance. And those empires are the legacy we leave for our loved ones. I'm Tammy Romani, an empty nester mom, grandma, and entrepreneur with a vision for ever greater things in the years ahead. It's never too late, and there is no limit to what we can do. I'm so happy you're here. Now let's get to building. My guest today is Amy Van Liu of Be Healthy Enough. After retiring from a 26-year career as an engineer, Amy decided to carve out a space for herself in the world of health and fitness. So she began educating herself and becoming certified in the areas of personal training, group fitness, and integrative nutrition with additional courses in myofascial release using the MELT method, corrective exercise with the biomechanics method, and courses in senior and midlife fitness. Through her continued education and experience with clients, Amy has learned that the best approach to health is simply to be healthy enough. Healthy enough to do the things you love to do, to feel good, to feel satisfied, and to also be able to truly enjoy life. I love Amy's no-nonsense approach to health, and I think you will too. So here's my interview with Amy. I hope you are inspired by it and we'll make some changes to be healthy enough. Amy, I just want to thank you so much for being here with me today because I think your message, be healthy enough, speaks to a lot of people. Oh, and yeah. so I really want to get into the background. I think people will, will relate to your personal health journey. Can yeah. you just give me an update on how you got where you are in okay you are in your 50s completely starting something new right yep. how did you get there okay so it's a long complicated story but i'm <laughs> going to stick with the be healthy enough side first okay um so i i i was thin most of my young adult life and i when i got to college i didn't just put on the freshman 15, it was the freshman 30. I was an overachiever. <laughs> and so, and I, I am the firstborn 
you know, I am, I was always the, the A student. If I got an A minus or a B plus, you know, my dad, why didn't you get an A plus? So I was always that perfectionist driven person. So I tried every diet known to man, you know, and I, I ran, I abused my body until mm -hmm. it ached. And even I, I went through school, I became an engineer and I worked for Hewlett Packard for 26 years. And I think since college and through my years at Hewlett Packard, I had this passion or rather an obsession for health and fitness. I even taught a boot camp class at HP at lunch for free. And I loved it, but it was intense. It was, the guys were, were gasping for air. So <laughs> it, it, came, it came up. And so this was, this was when I've turned 50 and I would say I was relatively healthy, always striving for perfection, that thin enough and healthy enough and pretty enough and all of that. And at 50, I got an offer I could not refuse. They shut down a division that I was in at HP and um, at the same time offered early retirement. So if you were, if you were at oh, wow. a certain age and then your years of service equal to total number, you got early retirement package. And it was one of the best ones they had offered. And they were shutting down the business I was in. So they asked me to stay an extra year to help them shut down the business. So I had an extra year to plan my retirement. So I got this wonderful book by Jack Canfield. Do you know Jack Canfield? He did a lot yes. of the chicken soup for the soul. Uh -huh. He, um, I, we got the, we, because a lot of the retirees were in the same position. We were only 50. We didn't really want to retire, but we wanted to try something different. So we had this mastermind group and we filled out this book that he had, all his exercises, um, the secrets of success, how to get from where you are to where you want to be. Yeah. And it was the same sort of exercise, Tammy, you have us do in the Empty Nest Empire is what are those things that you get lost doing for hours and you look up in the clock and you go, Oh my gosh, but you were thoroughly engaged and you loved it and you couldn't wait to do it. And health and fitness was that for me. So I was, I'm going to start my business. I'm going to be a health coach. I'm going to make people, I'm going to help them get thin and be happy and healthy. And I started, I went back to school for nutrition because I needed some of that. I had my personal training and my group class certificate certification, but I knew there's that notification you told me to turn off. <laughs> I don't know if you okay. heard it. It was That's a pretty okay. sound. Okay. <laughs> and um, then I was, I was just walking with my husband one morning and I had just heard about all in a lecture of my class, all these different diets, you know, paleo and raw and keto and South beach and this and that. And I told my husband, I said, I just want to be healthy enough. Because uh -huh. at that time I was 50, 51, 52. And I had started working out with women in my neighborhood. And I, all I heard was after we started doing the things I used to be able to do that got kept my weight down, it was ouch, 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 that hurt. And so I came to re the realization you can't, we, I couldn't, we couldn't do what we used to be able to do. And we didn't have to be honest. So he, I said, I just want to be healthy enough, Health, healthy enough to do the things we love to do, stop tr striving for that perfection and, and feeling okay. And that's the big concept, feeling yeah. enough that because we were, I'm not running anymore, I'm not doing those boot camps, that it's, it's, it's going to be all right and I'll be fine and I'll be healthy enough. 
Would you, yeah. would you like to say something? I've been yeah. I, well, that brings up a question for me, and something mm -hmm. that I struggle with, and I imagine a lot of people do. When we, you get into your fifties, your sixties, yep. I know my mom had this when she was uh, into her eighties. She really didn't get sick until she was into her eighties. Yeah, and people would say things to her like, "Well, you have to start thinking like a sick person," mm. and she would be like. Well, I don't even know what that means, you know, and, yeah. and so she didn't, which probably helped her live to be 90. Right. right. And, but myself as a, as a high school athlete, always an active person, uh, did a triathlon in my early forties. Now I'm 60 and I'm like, I want to do that again. Mm. And then I go, do I really? <laughs> the question is, my why? mind still thinks that I can do what I did 20 years ago at 40, yeah. which was trained for that triathlon. Yeah. And now I've given my bike to my daughter. She's doing triathlons. And I'm yeah. like, do I want, I kind of want to do that, but do I really? I know. And, 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 and the question is why deep down do you want to do that? Right. I think because in my mind, I, I think I still can. Ah, and because cool. you always hear stories. I have a personal friend who's in her 90s now. She started running at 72. Oh my goodness. You know, and yeah. and she did like her first marathon at 72 yeah. was a marathon runner. And now she does 5Ks with her family, which yeah. is three miles. But she's like 96. I know. And, and, know? and that's, that's kind of like a, a little <laughs> bit of a, an a off topic of what I don't want. Just because you are 50 or 60 or 70 right. doesn't mean that you can't do those things, really. If right. your body will let you and you can get through it without injuring yourself, oh my God, God bless you. Yeah. But if you can't, can, can you accept the fact that you can't do those things anymore and just have a sigh of relief that you'll find things that you can do? Because a lot of people, when they hear that, be healthy enough, they that oh, it means I can just kick back and do nothing. No, 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 no. It means you still have to move, but you have to find the things that you enjoy, yeah. that don't hurt, and yeah, that yeah. can keep you doing and being able to do the, you, the things you love to do. Like, right. like, if you do love to run, then you find ways to keep your body health enough to run. If you like to do a tri triathlon, you can do that. Or if you just want to go for a walk with your friends and feel that that's easy to do and you're not struggling doing that that's be healthy enough to me right right i love that because i think we i think we trap ourselves into an all or nothing oh. idea right especially, especially if we used to be very active and very uh, maybe even an athlete i think it's really hard for someone who perhaps was a college athlete my husband is there he's yeah. um 66 now it was a college athlete always been you know weekend warrior athlete but he has had like 13 orthopedic surgeries yikes but yikes. to him yeah it's so much fun to still go and play basketball that he's willing to put up with the icing of the knees <laughs> you know yeah. when he gets home yeah because to him it's worth it yeah now, i don't know what will happen with the mindset thing when he gets yeah. to a point where he cannot do it, but to him, that's healthy enough for him. Perfect. And he, Perfect. and he worked really hard even after hip replacement to get, you know, two years to that point where please doctor, can I play basketball again yeah. with, you know, even if it's just old guy basketball, you know, and it yeah. just, it just brings him so much joy. Yeah. So modifications I think are key. Oh. 
key. How and, do you, this oh, is kind oh, of uh, not the general idea I wanted to go in, but I think a lot of people need to hear this. So you used to be way more active. Yes. Now your mind is thinking, well, if I can't do that anymore, I won't do anything. Exactly. What is, what are some common modifications that people can do and still get the joy out of having those endorphins pumping through their, their body? Oh, I mean, it's, it's just endless. And that's, that's what you have to find. And it's, that's that engineer in me that likes to experiment with all the different things oh, good. That, that I can, you know, I can do. And I do think we have to have a mindset shift because we do need to do some of the things we might've thought were boring when we were 20 and 30. We have to work on our balance and we, mm. and those, and that takes a di little bit of different training and we have to work on our posture because we don't want to be those hunched over old people. And, and we have to work on our core. We can't just go for the run or maybe, you know, go do a, a triathlon without keeping mind of the whole body and keeping the whole body strong so we can do those things that we love to do. But, you know, I used to do an hour long boot camp class, you know, at three times a week, get on the treadmill the other day for half an hour, do Pilates. I work out for 30 minutes. I do exercise for 30 minutes. I do teach a Pilates class and I do a cardio class that are hour. But on those off days, I'm 30 minutes, I can get it done mm -hmm. and it's okay. It keeps me um, healthy enough to do the things that I love to do, teach my classes and go hiking with my husband and do yard work. Yeah. Um, but, I do, but I do need, to, I do make sure that I incorporate some of those um, core things, balance, posture, core to keep our overall body healthy. <laughs> okay. That makes you sense? know, we, we hear a lot about, you know, of course we, we think we're too young for this, but we hear about people into their seventies, eighties that have that fall. Yes. That begins their, their great decline. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, I it happened to I my mother. I mean, it just, it just happens. Yeah. It's so common. Yeah. Um, you talk I about have, balance and mobility. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah what, what is the most important thing to maintain that mobility to lessen our chance of being that, yeah. uh, that yeah. you know, statistic? And that, and that is, that's the, the shift that I've had to make as I've entered into my, 50, I'm 56 now, mm -hmm. I've entered into the 50s. Um, is it, it's exercising isn't to, isn't to look good and, and compete anymore. You really do have to shift your mindset. So you don't need help when you're 80 getting off the pot. You can, you can have independent living. You don't have a fall. You got to think about, you truly do have to think about those things. Play with I your had, grandkids. Exactly. Being able yeah. to get on the floor and get up off the floor with your grandkids. Balance, mm -hmm. I think, is my number one thing. I, just, I have a client that um, she's 78 and she's had a couple falls and we stand on one foot together and yeah. that's part of her workout. And I stand on one foot while I'm brushing my teeth, just trying to keep that little bit of ankle oh. mobility and things like that. And just the way you move your feet and all sorts of things are little things we need to keep, keep thinking about as opposed to looking good or feeling thin or competing in that marathon. <laughs> yeah. I love that you said that. Like you stand on one foot while you're brushing your teeth. What are some other tips oh. rather than, okay, let, let's slate uh, 30 minutes a day to move your body in some way. 
What yes. else can you do throughout the day that reinforces your body's need to be stable and, uh, and healthier? I think, I think finding, adding balanced things to your normal routine, your normal day, standing on one foot, walking heel to toe when you can, when you're with your grandkids, pretend like you're walking the plank or something. Just uh -huh. those little things really do build up those muscles. If that's super easy, you've got to make it a little bit harder by maybe if you're training with weights now, standing on one foot while you're doing your bicep curls, getting a stability ball and sitting on that while you do some things, just finding some little balance challenges you can do every single day. It doesn't have to be crazy. It's just a little tiny bit every single day. The other thing that's tied to balance is your posture. How many of us have this thing that we're like this all day long? I, my gosh, I catch myself. I, I put this little thing on my phone so I can, at least when I'm around, I can prop it up and have it at eyesight. But I walk around and I see these kids already in their 20s and even younger with these hunched over shoulders. And it's going to get worse if we're not careful about that. And those things are easy to do. Stretching your chest muscles, strengthening your upper back, and just taking a break from your computer and not putting your head down to look at your phone. Did you know I'm gonna, that when you put just one inch forward, it, mm -hmm. it adds an extra 10 pounds on your spine? And to compensate, oh. to compensate that for that, you're... So your head is eight to 10 You mean pounds. like it's, it makes your head feel heavier to your, to your spine. spine, your upper and spine. And so your spine will build up bone and fat, you know, and you'll get that, that little hump that oh now sometimes that's an osteoporosis hump, but uh -huh. it's a great way to get people to get their chin up off their chest mm -hmm. and try Your body was designed to be in balance and align with your head right up on top of your spine. And then, you know, your spine right up on your hips and then your knees right there. So anytime we're out of that for a long period of time, your body tries to compensate. So that's the other one. Balance and right and itself. Yeah, right. balance and posture. Yeah. And then keeping your core muscles as strong as you can. Core, core okay. work is, it doesn't have to be difficult. Um, it doesn't need to be those crazy sit-ups. It can be some simple lower butt, um, lower ab work, low back work. I have so many clients that get a little bit older and, and osteoarthritis does start to creep in because mm -hmm. our bones and our joints are just deteriorating a little bit. So keeping your muscles strong helps as those bones and joints start to, to deteriorate with age. That's just a fact. It happens. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's talk about someone who is really been failing in the health mm -hmm. department. Like yeah. they are, they are thinking, wow, I mean, just to be healthy enough, it's gonna, mm -hmm. it's gonna take a lot. I really do need to lose at least 50 pounds because yeah. all these numbers are bad and my blood yeah. tests are terrible and I can't move like I, I should. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm worried about even 10 years from now being a burden to my family and that kind of thing. Where does, where does someone like that start to yeah. be healthy enough? So I, I'm a firm believer that everybody is different. I never prescribe one thing for one person because so it, 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 I'll have to say it depends, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be complicated. I have, um, I started, um, I was sitting up, I was sitting, moving more throughout the day, a little bit more throughout the day. Uh, I use my Fitbit 
to. Oh yeah, I have one on too. Yeah. <laughs> Just as a, so helpful. a guide, I know, just as a little nudge to move more throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I found myself being a new entrepreneur glued to my computer way more than I should be. Yeah. And so I would set an alarm on my phone. I think I got this from Shalene um, for, for every hour, 45 minutes, and I'd set the alarm and then I'd get up and move around. Um, and then I, I wanted more, so I created five minute exercise videos. And I would get up, set my alarm and do these exercise videos. I put them on my, my online platform and just do them five minutes. And I would do two or three throughout the day. And it, it was amazing. I actually had shoulder issues uh-huh. from, from the mouse and, and hunching over oh, yeah. and just moving my shoulders more throughout the day. It was like night, was like night and day. So. Okay. So you, you actually first made these videos for yourself yes to give yourself a break from just working all yeah. day long because i was now you've got them on a platform that someone can access yes yes actually i have a free five minute five day exercise challenge oh, I'll, wow. I'll give you the link yeah it, i send you a video every morning with um two five minute videos and it's kind of a little nudge to do it i have some people that will do um, all of them in, in, you know, one day and some that will batch them up or some like mm-hmm. me that like to go throughout the day and just get some movement in. Um, but those have been really fun and really hit a sweet oh, yeah. spot. We, we should get together, together inside the building empty nest empires group. I would love that. That would be fun. It, you, okay. Do, it, for five minutes, you can do anything for five minutes. And I'll make sure there's a link to sign up for that okay. in the okay, show good. notes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that so much that it's free for everybody because mm-hmm. I think it's so important to just get moving more. That's my motto. Get moving, feel better. Because mm-hmm. motion is yeah. lotion for your joints. So back mm-hmm. to your, your question, it can seem extremely daunting if you've got a lot to do, but yeah. it's just one step at a time. My big my recommendation is for it is to get someone to help be your accountability partner, a Fitbit or an app or someone that that can help motivate you when you're went through the highs and the lows of exercise because there will be lows when you're just feeling like i get it all the time and then as soon as you start to move you know you go for a walk you feel better yeah exercise releases endorphins yeah yeah and you know it's interesting i um i had found myself in the same boat where i was just so focused on building my business before i knew it five hours had gone by and i hadn't even stood up which you know they say (laughs) sitting is the new smoking i know and your legs your legs asleep and you keep tapping it so you don't have to get up oh yeah and i I actually joined an accountability group where the gal just prints up a, a, a calendar and you write your own thing. Perfect. And my, and I just picked two things for last month. Like, the, yeah. okay, this is all I'm going to say that I have mm. to do every day. And it was drink at least, I think I said 80 ounces of water a day and move for 30 minutes a day. Perfect. And I'm not kidding. I only missed three days. In awesome. the whole month, which was amazing to me, but yeah. just having that box I had to check off, yeah, made I, such a difference for me. And now, of course, we're um, what eight days into October, and I've probably only done two because I'm uh-oh. not doing that same. I didn't challenge myself again. So there are people like me who need accountability, oh, and need, everybody does. You know, need 
if you just rely on yourself, you know, find somebody to, to be yeah. accountable to find a group. Uh, if you're inside one of my groups, let's do it together because this is, this is your future we're talking about. Uh, we're and you're talking about yeah. your ability to play, uh, to be healthy. If you, if you're, if you still have kids at home or they're just in college now, uh, don't you want to be the one who dances at their weddings? Don't you want to be the one who plays with the grandkids? Uh, yeah. This has always been really at the forefront of my mind is um, my, my husband's mom was quite a bit older than my own mother. And uh, by that time, I think, you know, by the time my children were really small, she had probably fallen and she, she did a lot of sitting. And so when we would go to visit her, she was in a chair, my kids would run up and hug her and all that. Um, whereas my mom would get on the floor and play games mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, play baseball with them in the backyard or, you know, do a puzzles and, and just get down on the floor at their level. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget my son was only four years old. And I said to him one day, hey, grandma's coming over today. And his little four-year-old voice said to me, oh, which one? The one that plays with me or the one that's going to die soon? Oh, God. And I oh, just God. went, oh, oh. I mean, my son's 28 now. And I will never forget his little voice saying that. And I just was like, I have to be the grandma who plays, Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, 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 come yeah. on that, that, if that's how your little three, four year old grandchild views you yeah. and she didn't die for many more years, Yeah, but in his mind, that was why she was sitting in the chair all the time, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I didn't even know he understood the concept of death or anything like that. Like I was so shocked by this phrase that it, it, boy, it has stayed with me. Yeah. It really stayed and, with me. and it's, and it's sad. And I, if anybody's watching or listening that is in that situation, I hope they, I hope they understand it's not, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It's, I hope, I hope they're getting the message that just, just doing a little bit more than you did the day before. And, yes. you know, and finding if, if walking or running or doing the treadmill is hurts, find something else that you like. It has to be enjoyable and something that you're going to want to go back to. And it, and it doesn't have to be a boot camp. It doesn't have to be, I have, I was looking through my cupboard the other day. I have like the Beachbody Insanity and Jillian Michaels and oh, yeah. all of those, those ones that I can't, no way can I do that. I might be able to, I might try, no. <laughs> <laughs> For 15 but, minutes. But I, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be like that. Or, yeah. or if you do that, you pay for it the next day. I have so many clients that come to me that, that, that know what it feels like to work out really hard. I have a brand new client, she's 58, just kind of let herself go. She's had, got some osteoporosis now. So, um, she knows what it feels like when you start exercising, you do get those endorphins and you do mm. want to push yourself, but I'm like holding her back because I don't like, don't, you can't, you can't, when you're this age, you can't do that because you're hurt yourself and then you won't be able to exercise at all. So you've got, if you are those, those type A people out there, you've got to be careful too, that you don't hurt yourself, that you can't do what you love to do at all. <laughs> and I think it's important, like if you have, like I had a foot surgery a year ago oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I let myself just sit 
And, you know, I could have done something. I could have at least done some upper body. Mm -hmm. Um, I did get one of those little one leg scooter things, which, you know, was a lot of work actually to push around. Um, So I did that, but I think back on that and I think it's so much easier to just go, eh, forget it. Isn't it? I'm just going to sit here for two months. And Isn't it so recover much when just... your recovery would be so much better if you actually did something? So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, I'm a goner. You know, I can't, I can't do anything. Everyone can do a little bit of something, and yes. there is something called the compound effect or the slight edge or whatever you want to call it, where it, every day builds on the day before. I love your concept. I do this myself. I just create myself a little goal for the week. And I put little, of course I use Excel because I'm an engineer. Sure. Um, (laughs) Little box. And if I get it for the day, I give myself one point. I have like five or six now because I've been doing this for a while. I give myself a point. If I don't do it, I give myself a zero. And then I have a, a goal total that if I meet that goal, I get to do something fun. And it, it really oh, that's does. awesome. Just doing that little one or zero yeah. is, is motivating. It is. Yeah. Oh, there were times where I, you know, I have an elliptical in my house, which, you know, hardly ever gets used. I was on that thing at 10 o'clock at night. It was like, <laughs> so day's not over yet. I got to get 30. You know, it's too late to go walk the dog. It's dark. It's, you know, there's coyotes out there, whatever. Um, but dang it, I'm going to get that 30 minutes in. And I did feel so much better. You do, don't you? I it's, did. It's, why don't we why don't we always think about that though? It's yeah. like I I I was in a mood on Sunday. I did not want to eat and I ordered we ordered pizza. <laughs> oh, I was so excited about having the pizza. And then I felt like crap the next day, you know. It's like yeah, oh, you, yeah, you I, do I, pay I for it. Like that night, like, why did I do that? It was so it wasn't that good. But why can't we remember that? And then the times when exercise feels so good, so it gets us back going. I don't know. Right. That's part of my, my new career is I think I need to do some psychology training too. Because <laughs> a lot of it's, yeah. a, it's a mindset shift, like you were saying. Oh, it so yeah. is. And, and that is a huge part of it. Um, yeah. My goodness. I know. Um, mindset. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, with so many things in life, but I think fitness is one of the big ones where we say, I know what I need to do and I know what I can do and I know what it's going to take to get me to where I feel like I will feel good about myself. You know, whether it's just losing that last 10 pounds or whatever, uh, experimenting with different ways of eating to find what your body responds to, which is so important, not locking onto one way of eating, but discovering what your body will respond to. I know what I need to do. Why don't I do it? I know. Do you have an answer for that? Oh my God. If I did, I'd be a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. Let's work on that together. (laughs) Yeah. Because I, it, because you are talking with, with entrepreneurs there that are probably later in life, right? That's mm-hmm. your main audience. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's now or never, babies. We got to figure that out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if we don't have our health, we, you have nothing. Yeah. And especially if you, yeah, you want to start a business right now, like that whole, I probably accomplished more, you know, oh, I don't have time to exercise. 
everybody has 30 minutes. And if you don't carve out 30 minutes a day for yourself to get even a a quick 10, 15 minute walk, and maybe, you know, I know we talk about the importance of uh, weight bearing exercises for our bones so that they don't, you know, deteriorate. Sure, you can swim, but you've also got to do something weight bearing. Yep. You know, and so there's all these things that are known. Yep. We know. I mean, science has shown us your bones will get brittle if you don't do weight bearing exercises. And that means when you fall, you will break. Yep. Right. And so there's all these things that we know that we see come across our Facebook feed. We see inspiration from people like my friend who started running in her 70s or the woman. There's some woman out there. Oh, my gosh. I need to find, she's on Instagram. I want to interview her so bad. Like at 72, she got a personal trainer and just started lifting weights and she's complete health transformation. That is awesome. You know, um, but of course a 30 year old would look at her and go, oh, but she's still got some jiggly bits. That's like, <laughs> she doesn't care. She's like, you look where I came from. Right. And so I think, I think that's so important, especially with social media, Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before. I feel like we've talked about this before where, um, or I, I think I talked about it actually in the introduction of, of this podcast where I talked about on the, the fitness empire oh, yeah. is that we are completely snowed over by the images that we see every day. Mm-hmm. And we, even in the grocery store, the, the fitness magazine, the this magazine, the that magazine, we are being presented every day with, with an unattainable image. And so in our minds, I, I, think, I think this is key for me anyway. It's like, well, I can't get there. So yeah. why bother? Exactly. You know, if I can't be perfect like that person is, which if you know anything about Photoshop, <laughs> that person doesn't even look like that. And there are some Instagram accounts now that are exposing that. Oh, good. Yeah, I yeah. actually have a friend who has one. Her Instagram is called Indie Inc. I N D Y I N K. And on her stories, she shows other accounts and she shows fashion accounts and she'll circle. Like this this woman has no elbow. And these legs are like elongated by three inches. This is not a normal leg size. No one has a femur that long, you know, (laughs) and she'll, she'll point it out. And then she'll also highlight the Instagram accounts that show side by side. Hey guys, this is my real picture. And this is what Instagram, you know, we filtered it to look like. Uh, So it's super interesting. And I, I'm happy that there is that out there, but I think especially our generation coming up with reading all the magazines, mm-hmm. you know, well, I don't know. It's just as bad on social media now because everyone oh, has digital yeah. ways to enhance things. But it started with us reading the, you know, Vogue magazine, Cosmopolitan, even for goodness sake, McCall's, you know, they did well, not put a cover of an actress on there without it being heavily enhanced, I'll yeah. say. And yeah. so I even, I mean, I I can think back as a college student, I remember at a surf shop, there being, you know, a rack of postcards and it was of course girls in bikinis and one of them had my name and spelled my way. Uh Oh, so T-A-M-I and she was blonde. And so I was like, oh, there's my goal. I bought the postcard because in my mind, I thought I should be able to get to look like her. And she had the perfect 
you know, bot, like I've never had this body, even in my best years. But in my mind, I thought that's how I should look. And I carry that postcard for years. It was an unattainable image of what I should look like. And since I couldn't get there, I kind of just went, eh, why bother? And I hate that that's, that's our reality and that you know, young women are growing up with it now too, just like we did. We just had it in front of us in a magazine or on paper, and now it's everywhere on social media. And I don't know what the answer to that is, except just awareness and acceptance. I do think there's more and more messages of body acceptance out there. I think so. I think it's getting better, but it's still there. And yeah. And I also think when you say be healthy enough, Mm -hmm. I have now a realistic expectation of what that should look like for me, I believe, but I'm still not at my ideal weight, which is a good 20 or 25 pounds over what it used to be. (laughs) You know, I'm still not there because I have a little bit of cholesterol issues and triglyceride issues, and I don't want to be a stroke casualty and I don't want to be a heart attack case. And so how do you walk people through discovering what is healthy enough for them to avoid some common health problems? You know, we, we can say, Oh, I'm healthy enough for me. And then eat all the cookies tonight. And that's not a good idea because. And that, and that's why I, I, I worry about that be healthy enough concept because sometimes some, some people it says, Oh, you don't have to try anymore. Right. That's not the case. That's not why, that's not the message I want to get out there. The message is what you just said. You've got to find what it is for you. And right. I, do, I do have a couple of exercises I take people through. They're wise, you know. Mm-hmm. You've done that before. Where you, why do you want, why do you, Tammy, why do you want to lose those 20 pounds? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, from that, why do you want to do that? And from that, why do you want to do that? Trying to get at the root. And sometimes if you can get at the root, it is a little bit of motivation. A lot of them, it is a health issue. And I think I, yeah. I think I heard your whys. You don't want to be that, oh. that old grandma in the chair. You want to be the one on the floor. Yeah. You I found- mean, and it's so evident to me now. I, my, my grandchildren are five years old and 10 months old. Oh my gosh. You've got I, I mean, it's so evident to me. I want to be the yeah. grandma that plays for, yeah. you know, and that, I mean, till I'm 80. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, for you, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's finding out for you that, that why, which you just did. And then what yeah. steps are you willing to take and how far do you really truly need to get to? Cause I, you're a woman, I'm a woman. We, I've always heard you can never be too rich or too thin. Right. And so yeah, yeah. But what's the real, what's the realistic health related weight, not that that number you thought you could get to in college, but that's where you need to figure out and go. Cause I have a client who's 64, her mom and dad went through a horrible decline and she let herself go and started taking care of them. And she came to me because she didn't want to go. She was afraid to go to the gym and do something and get hurt. And then she couldn't, she was afraid to go to the group classes because either they were too hard or she was, no way was she going to do those chair exercises that some of the people were doing. She yeah. didn't feel like she was 
Um, she was okay. beyond that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, like, I'm not that bad that I have to I'm sit not that in a chair. Bad, I'm not that bad. So, and she she came to me. She wanted to lose 30 pounds, and but her back ached, and she couldn't walk more than a mile before she had upper back problems. And we just started slowly. You know, we met we met only every two to three weeks, and she did homework on her own because she mm -hmm. was went walking. And we got on the scale the other day, and did she lose 30 pounds? No but she's walking two, three miles a day. Her back doesn't hurt anymore. Mm. So that original goal of that weight number, I try to get women off that weight number because that number is so fickle. I hate that scale. Yeah. It's about, it should be how you feel and, and can you do the things you love without hurting? Okay, if you can't, how do you build up your body to do that and eat healthy so you feel you're fueling the body yeah. to do those things, but stay away from that darn scale. Well, let's talk about when you say eat healthy. I know you ordered pizza <laughs> I a couple did. days I had ago and you felt lot. bad about it, but it's, you know, that's okay. You have to live your life. But right. if you had eaten pizza six days in a row, right. it might be a problem, right? right. So right. what do you tell people yeah. about the most, I mean, the most important things to do yeah. for their nutrition right off the bat. Let's say they're like, I know I'm not healthy. I know what I should do, but I'm not doing it. Yep. But what's the first nutrition thing? I mean, honestly, you know that phrase, when you know better, you do better. Yeah. And now we know that we most of our diseases that we have are pre preventable. Oh, for sure. And for most sure. of them you can even heal with nutrition now. I mean, there's, there's far too many cases showing that yeah. to ignore, yeah. right? Exactly. And so I st the first thing I start people with is the water thing. I mean, if you can get okay. in eight glasses of water, if you can do the, the, I, every client, that's what I do is just start eating or drinking, eating, drinking water, eight. Technically, it's half your body weight, but yeah. I just I try to get eight. Right, right. I fill up like I fill up a couple of these a day, and I try to get those in. Most days I do, most some days I don't. And then the next thing I do is I have people start taking a food journal and figuring mm -hmm. out what they're eating and being conscious conscious of whole foods versus processed foods. I think our mm -hmm. biggest problem yeah. in our in our world is like on Sunday, but I didn't want to cook. So I went and got pizza. It's so easy to eat crap. It's so, it's so easy and it's so hard to, to go shopping and cook and, but it's so yeah. worth it. So we just start taking a look at, you know, just getting out the crap and trying to, to crowd in the good stuff. So it crowds out the bad. Oh, I like that approach because yeah. I think we can get so hung up on don't eat sugar, don't oh. eat this, you know, read the labels, don't, 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 don't. Mm. And I read something the other day about, you know, how like my, one of my goals is stop snacking at night, even if it's something healthy, like a handful of almonds or something yeah. like yeah. I know that's one of my things and it's yeah. mindless. Yeah. It's not helping me. And, you know, or a handful of popcorn, even I know that it's giving right. me inflammation. So one of my goals is don't eat after dinner. Like Good. you don't need it. And then you I read an point? article the other day that said, often just a cup of water will give you that sensation of feeling full. Yeah. 
it lessens that need, you know, and, and so that whole, oh, I need to choose something, whatever that, that's another mindset thing that you just oh. have to get over. You're not hungry. No, most, most of the, the time. time, most yeah. of the time. And that was the, I don't, I don't know if you did uh, the, I started practicing intermittent fasting mm -hmm. and that was because I've tried every diet. I try to, I try everything so I can give people, you know, advice or I know what it's all about. Yeah. And we, you can go without food for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you, you have some, a diabetic, you're diabetic or you have some sort of problem that was eye opening to me. Yeah. Yeah. Waiting till 11 to eat or stopping at seven. Yeah. It's more, it's more something else going on what you're putting in your mouth than being hungry. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for but sure. But I do, I do try when I plan when I plan my meals. I try to to get a veggie in there somehow, or a mm -hmm. good fat and healthy, or a healthy protein or something, because then it does fill you up. So you're you're not likely to. I don't do carb free, and I try to just eat whole grains and yeah. and just what satisfies me, and then yeah. then that hopefully stops the snacking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's great advice. Yeah. Um, so you take on private clients. Yes. Let, let, let's talk for a minute about how your business works. Okay. You take on private clients. You have a studio in your home. Is that I how do. you do that? Yeah. How fun. I know. Yeah, that's fabulous. Yeah. I and started then, so they come to you and then how do you do like do you do group coaching online? What if someone wanted to hire you and they don't live near you? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I do, I do group, I have one-on-one -on -one people come to my house. We, we gutted our garage. So I got two thirds. My husband got a third for his workshop, which <laughs> is fair. Right. And, um, and then I also teach two group classes. So if you're in the area, I teach Pilates and cardio. And then I know that personal training is expensive and I know that I'm not close. So I did start an online exercise program. I designed, I think I have 53 workouts in there now, all for women, people over 50. I, I kind of, it's a lot. It's most yeah. for women. I have um, um, custom workout plans. So if, depending on what you're looking for, I have a build a strong foundation. So I have, the, if you're just starting out, you know, if you have sore back problems, I have a good morning back and healthy hips and I call it happy hips and shoulders and core. <laughs> just some 15 minute workouts to get the basics down. So you, in case you have a hurt shoulder or back. And then I have a beginning and then I get some tough ones in there that I'm grasping. You know, if you want a challenge, I've got some 30, 40 minute workouts in there. No impact at all. And I have... Everything a plus 50 year old person needs cardio because you got to keep our heart strength, but no joint jarring and then strength because we have to, we have to lift weights when you're over 50 and then mm -hmm. flexibility. You have to re relax and restore. And I have, I have a very cute dog. He's not around whiskey and he's in quite a few of my videos. He loves to be with me while I'm filming, filming my videos. Oh, so cute. And so I do that on a subscription plan, but a lot of, sometimes I'll do, um, distance coaching and then I assign homework that they do those this go do this video and that video on this day and that video on that day so, that's so tell I'm... me some stories about who you've helped like what is um <laughs> what's the best thing anyone's ever told okay. you about how you've helped them I love I love that okay this is the funniest story ever here I am a health coach uh -huh. funny to me the funniest story to me ever I have a woman, she's very um, famous. She's, her name's Deborah Lee Baldwin, and she 
is a succulent queen. She's written books on succulents and she's okay. sort of a celebrity in our neighborhood. And she came to me and she, of course, like all women over 50, they want to lose weight. So we start exercising. And um, she came to me one day, she says, Amy, Amy, guess what? I went to the grocery store and I had that six pack carrier for wine and I could lift the whole thing out of my car, all six bottles of wine by myself. I didn't have to take them out one at a time. I'm so strong now, I can lift that six pack. I'm like, wait, wait, I'm not sure if I wait, want- How much wine are you drinking? <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm proud of you. You can lift mm. that up now. But I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so we laugh. One step at a time. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So that was fun. But I think you know, just, just, my, just the compliments that people say their back's not hurting anymore or they're just feeling better about themselves. And, and, and the best ones are, yeah, that scale's not shown up, but I don't care. You know, that's the ones. When, yeah, you know, isn't it amazing how it really, the scale cannot move, but your body can change. I know. I Once start, you I, start doing I certain actually, things and that is... Who cares what the scale says, right? Because I, I will put, I start working out heavy. I started working out with some heavy weights just to see how I would do. And the scale was creeping up and I thought, oh my God, what am I doing? But it's just, you know, I was putting on muscle weight and some inflammation too from tearing yeah. down muscle. Yeah. But, yeah I, but I felt good and I looked better. My arms looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard to keep up because my shoulders started to hurt. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But those are some fun stories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, let's just kind of land the plane in yeah. terms of, let's say your audience is mostly women over 50. Yeah. When they come to you, what is their, are they looking to the future or are they just like solve my problem right now? Do we, do we not do we not tend to think about the future? I mean, I may be unusual because I had that experience so many years ago with the two grandmas and my son making that comment. So it's kind of always been at the back of my mind. Right. But when women come to you, what's, what's their main thing that they want solved? It's, it's typically always, I want to lose weight. Get rid of these flappy arms and this belly. <laughs> that's that's mostly what happens. But then mm -hmm. when we break it down, it's it's a hurt back or a hurt knee or or something's not feeling the way they want it to feel. Most of the time, I do have two camps that that really do want the quick fix and mm -hmm. and they they do they do have show good results because they're willing to put in the work. And then I have the other camp that I think are like you that know it's, it's the, the tortoise that wins the race. I think they know that, mm. that the little bit every day and, and setting those, those, those little milestones to make this day better than the next day, making your health a priority 80% of the time, splurging a little bit and not feeling guilty because you're the next mm -hmm. day, you're just gonna get back to your healthy routine and and not go down a spiral because a lot of people they put those restrictions on themselves and they'll have that piece of cake or that cheese pizza and wine and the next day say oh forget it i give up altogether and right and, and right things. and you know it, it's true because you know one cookie is not going to kill you no god no but if you go oh i ate a cookie i'm just going to eat a whole dozen 
Yeah. You're going to feel like crap the next yeah. day yeah. and the scale is going to be two pounds higher, which exactly. is going to make you feel even worse. Exactly. Right? Because then all the, all that sugar inflammation yeah. is, is going to hit you. And boy, I mean, if, I've learned that one from experience, right? I think we all have. Oh, yeah. So is it kind of true that we all know what to do, but we're just not doing it? I could probably rewrite the script for everybody that comes to see me. I know what I need to do, but yeah. I can't get motivated to do it, or I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself doing it on my own. Those are the three things I hear right. constantly, other than, Amy, get rid of this and flatten my tummy. Right, right. <laughs> but, but it's all like, I know what I need to do. Why am I not doing it? Which is right. the age old question. Yep. And yeah. And, and what I'm doing now, um, I can't do what I did before to make it better. You know, I can't go do that triathlon to get back into the shape that I wanted to, or I can't do that class that I liked to do before, or I can't eat the way I did because God, I've been, have been, it was in menopause. I'm in full menopause and that really messed up my body. And it's that, that everything changes and you just kind of have to figure, be your own scientist and figure out yeah. what's, what works for you and, and be willing to experiment and, and do the hard work and make some sacrifices, but not beat yourself up when it doesn't go, your, yeah. go exactly as planned. Yeah. Don't be perfect. You can't be perfect anymore. So let's talk about the other flip side of that coin. There are people like us who are like, okay, I want to figure out what works for me. And then there are people who are like, I've been on so many diets. I'm so sick of this. I know I'm heavy right now. You know, maybe I'm 40 pounds overweight or even 20 pounds. I know I could be healthier, but I just don't even care. Is there anything you can do? I mean, they have to come to it themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. And often, unfortunately, it's a scare. It's a health scare. Oh, that's, that is the biggest one that I've seen make a transformation. It's the health scare or seeing someone they love with a health problem. Oh, yeah. I think mm -hmm. that has been the biggest transformation. Otherwise, as you said earlier, it's really easy. And, and I know quite a few people that are overweight. I mean, but they're feeling okay. I have yeah. a girlfriend now and she when she just talked she's doing this new class and she's doing she's got a new job she's a little bit younger than me the scales up and I said but don't you feel okay and she goes yeah I do I said so forget about the scale yeah <laughs> so sometimes it doesn't matter again that weight that weight thing I, I keep harping on yeah as a measure yeah. it is not a measure of health by any means right Right. It, I mean, it might be on, on some levels, but really it's like what's going on inside. Right. How, you, how do you feel and can you do the things you love to do with ease? Mm -hmm. And if that, the answer to that is yes, then maybe it's, you're okay. Maybe yeah. it's healthy enough for you. Yeah. And but if not, if you can't do the things you love and you're not enjoying life, then it's time to take that look. Maybe get some help, talk to somebody, get some ideas, be your own scientist. There is a ton of information out there. So you've got to find the person that you connect with and, or a spouse or a friend, get a friend that wants to join in your journey. Or I really, I like what you said about getting an accountability partner Yeah, yeah. or joining and some kind of an accountability group because that's yeah. everything. Yeah. And, it, and if you are starting your own business at this age too, 
it's critical that you're you've got the stamina because it's it ain't easy oh my gosh i have an <laughs> engineering degree i worked for hewlett packard for 26 years i managed engineers I, I had some of the worst technical problems i would that was so much easier than what we're doing now <laughs> we're everything right we're the accountant we're the social media expert we're the we're i'm, I'm learning how to do video and how to edit video it's crazy what we have to do as entrepreneurs so you've got to be healthy enough to be an entrepreneur <laughs> right right if that's your goal and that's your vision for your life yeah, yeah you do especially in the beginning before you can afford to outsource everything yes, and just course. be the creative. You know, when of you start, course. you kind of learn how to do it all. So uh, Amy, how can people get in touch with you to find out more about your programs? So my website's easy, um, behealthyenough.com, all one word. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. On YouTube, I'm, on a I'm at Amy Van Loo Fitness. Okay, mm -hmm. I love it. And on Instagram and Facebook, you are Be Healthy, be healthy Enough. enough the same. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm sure you will hear from some people and I know that you can help them. Yes. <laughs> I'm very approachable. And I'm just, if you have any questions, never hesitate to reach out. I love talking with people because as an entrepreneur, we kind of are on our own. I do see clients, but a lot of time I'm in this little office of mine all day long by myself. So I love talking to people and I love researching. So I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for thank being you, Tammy. with us today. Wow, that was really fun. And I hope that listening to this interview made you think about your own health and what you're doing for it. And, you know, let's start somewhere. I know personally, it challenged me that I'm not doing enough and I'm not quite healthy enough for what my goals are and what I want to do. So I think I may be signing up for Amy's five minute a day challenge and, and just see how that goes. We have to start somewhere. So let's get started. If you want to connect with Amy, I will put all of her information in the show notes, but check out Amy Van Lu Fitness on YouTube or Be Healthy Enough on Instagram and Facebook. So I do have to plug in right here that Amy is a member of the Empire Builders Collective. Now that is a VIP membership group where we walk together through the process of a success blueprint. And it's really your brand voice blueprint. We talk about being a distracted dreamer. We have so many ideas. We walk through what should you be doing? Who could you be serving? How can we have some serenity in this crazy social media marketplace that we are suddenly thrown into? I have been studying this for eight years, and my goal now is to shorten the learning curve for you. So if that sounds interesting to you, go to TammyRomani.com VIP, get on that waiting list, and I will open the doors one more time before the end of the year. It would make me so happy to serve you and to help you with your digital marketing. So check it out and join us. TammyRomani.com slash VIP will get you on that waiting list. Okay, I just want to say in closing, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you have found this interesting. We will be having a lot more where this came from. Many more interviews, many more discussions about things that will help you on your journey to building empty nest empires. 
Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.